Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, if and when this ever airs, this will be episode 145 of the Hey My Man podcast. This has been... Notice that gap. That means Dave is not here. Dave um, is one of those guys that religiously gets a flu shot every year. I believe, from the few years I've known him, he's spoken very highly of the flu shot. He believes in science. He's a man uh, in, of medical trust, as, as most should be. Uh, I don't get a flu shot, but honestly, it's not because I don't believe in it or don't think it works. It's like everything else, um, if someone asks me to do it, I will do it. Like if my wife said, hey, we got to get flu shots. Like this is important. This matters. Got to get flu shots. I would go, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, I've always thought that. I'm very, I'm a huge, I'm a flu shot guy. Um. But if nobody brings it up, I just go, yeah, I don't know. They don't, they don't work, or I guess they work, or I just, I, I, I don't know, man. I, do, I, got, I got two kids. They're five and four. Like, the way I see it is, like, we're getting sick. Anything that comes around preschool 18 times, we're getting it. So my goal is to just really get sick once or twice a year, hopefully have it be quick and uh, fast and hard. That's what she said. And then, and then out, right? So, um I think it's a good idea to get a flu shot. I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea. I don't not believe in it. I just don't do it because also if it's going to cost me money, I just feel like I'm out. But Dave's under the weather. He's, uh, to quote Twitter, he's sick as a dog or sick as uh, or sicker than a dog. I can't remember. But um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to just talk about some stuff for the next, I don't know, 30 minutes or so uh, because I, I felt bad that we didn't put anything out at all. And... Um, I just, we, we had a, a pretty decent streak going. And sometimes, sometimes we record, man, I'll be honest with you guys, I'll look behind the curtain. Sometimes, like, I will work until, um, you know, 11 or 12 or, or something around that. And he will probably have to get up in the morning for his job. So I will be, um, you know, I'll be stocking the shelves until, until really late. And then I'll come over. And sometimes it's, it's hard to muster up. Like, you go, okay, let's bring the funny. And for him, probably, he's probably going, like, I got I to gotta make yuck-yuck jokes right now, knowing I have to get up in five hours or something. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now by myself. Uh, I'm recording uh, at my house in my basement in what was supposed to be my music room. And to, I guess, my credit, there are guitars and amps in here. And there are some lights and, and whatnot, but that's about as far as it goes. Other than that, it's my old MASH DVDs, a few South Park DVDs, some clothes, when I, when I bought this house, my wife really sold me on, like, all oh, that downstairs area, man. We're going to make a room, and you're going to be able to jam out, and it'll be like Guitar Center. You'll just be able to plug in, and your friends will come over, and you guys will rock out. And, uh, and I said, yeah, that sounds great. And uh, like a sucker, like a sucker, I believed her. And uh, so now it's, it's kind of a room. But I do have a laptop in it. I have a couple zombie dust. I have a bottle opener. I have my iPhone. I have my laptop open. And I'd like to talk about a few things um, with you guys this week. And, and, and one thing, 
I guess since I'm going to do this solo, and, and Dave refers to me as a counterpuncher, uh, I think he means more more verbally, I hope. Well, I don't know. Either way, it's not a bad thing, right? Um, what I normally do is I I, uh, I don't, like, write jokes. I don't come up with great concepts. I'm not uh, smart. So, but but what I can do is I can... Uh, the only the only really gift I have, like, and if it's even a gift, I, it's not a gift. But the only thing that I can do well is um, I can I can talk to people. You know, I can I can bounce ideas back and forth. I can make quips, and I really <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but I really attribute it to. And you guys are, are gonna roll your eyes, and go oh, another mash thing. It's only been four minutes, and he's mentioned it eight times. But uh, I seriously did grow up watching a lot of mash. And uh, a lot of people hate MASH. And it's not about whether MASH is a good show or not to me. It's about I grew up going, those guys never leave dead air. You know, they never don't have something funny to say. And so between my dad, who was very much that way too, my dad was um, like me. I've talked about it before on the show. Like I I don't know what to do with my body or face when people are speaking to me. Um, I get very uncomfortable in like, Intimate sounds like a stupid word, but uh, I'm I'm really good in small crowds. Like I'm okay. I can talk to people, but I don't know what to do um, when the noise stops. You know, I'm like a. Uh, uh, I read a Chuck. Oh God, it's gonna be the third week. I don't want to ch- pronounce Chuck Palahniuk wrong. Uh, Palahniuk. We'll say Palahniuk this week. No Palahniuk. The guy who wrote Fight Club. I read a book by him once. I think it was Lullaby, maybe. Maybe choke. I don't know. Uh, and he referred to um, him, him. He referred to people as like quiet, quiet aphobes and uh, noiseaholics. So I have a little bit of that going on uh, as far as like I constantly need to be plugged in. I need to be receiving or giving um, data at all times. Uh, so, so <laughs> as a result, yeah, my dad was that way. I grew up watching TV where what funny, charming people did was they never, ever let shit just sit there. You know what I mean? Like the, the idea of me and my dad or my brothers um, or really anybody, like in my close circle, the idea of us just sitting there not like speaking a mile a minute or trying to make a joke or saying something um, entertaining or interesting, not that, I mean, I put my foot in my mouth, not that I always say things that are interesting, <laughs> Um, you know, six and a half minutes in, you guys might disagree with me vehemently about that. But like, I, I am a counterpuncher in the sense where I like to keep things going, but I don't come up with the concepts on my own that much. So, uh, this is going to be an exercise in, uh, I don't know, something for me. It's going to be, I'll just, I'll talk to myself. What I'll kind of do is I'll pretend you guys are all naked listening and that's supposed to make people feel comfortable. So, um, just cover your loaf. Let's talk for a few minutes. I'll cover uh, what happened this week. I'll try to just—I um, don't know. I'll try to—I'll try to give you guys something to hopefully make your workday a little bit better. Maybe we can hang out for a second. One thing. Uh, here's the thing, dude. About, about the Oscars. All right. Everybody. I'm. Sh- First of all, I'm fully aware. There's eight thousand podcasts devoted to the Oscars. Excuse me. Mm, that's good. Um. I'm fully aware there's probably a thousand Oscars. You're gonna to have to deal with the sound of me pouring beer and opening one every once in a while. There's probably a lot of people that do the Oscars, and when I say probably, I mean for sure. And when I say a lot, I mean in a buttload. But um, 
we're just going to touch on it in a second anyways, because one, why not? And, uh, and, and similar to like politics or any of these other things, it's like, look, I know everyone touches on it, but for one, I feel like it's a little bit different if it's somebody you kind of know. Um, two, it's, it's fun to do. And, and we don't have the time limit that a lot of shows, uh, do, you know, where they got to come in and say a couple things real fast. But, uh, all I will say is that for like the third or fourth year in a row, I entered this Oscar pool where uh, a, friends, a couple of friends of mine put it together, and uh, it's like a $20 buy-in. And now I won two out of three years. I won this sucker. So apparently everyone's thinking, oh, Ben, you're the reigning champ. You know when, honestly, no, I don't know anything. I very rarely go to the movies. I wish I could. I love doing it. I just, my life doesn't lend itself to spare time where I can go and hang off or hang out at the movies by myself. But I do feel like I know, similar and similar to politics too, politics too, like, I, admittedly, I'm insanely uneducated. I get it. I, I'm aware of that. Um, I'm literally, I hammered the public school system. And then I went to, like, radio school, broadcasting school. And, and, that's, and that was, what, a year? Like, that's it. So it's not like, oh, this guy knows the system. He's going to give you the right. Obviously, you guys are aware that I do not. However... I do feel like I talk to a lot of people. I feel like I do know how to gauge people. And I don't know um, a lot about politics or movie or any, movies or any of that stuff, but I do feel like I know people uh, a little bit just because we, we all do, right? But I just feel like I do. So I'm full of shit, but I, I feel like I know people and I feel like I listen to enough podcasts and watch enough TV to where I know that Hollywood is in love with itself and I can normally tell. If something's going to make Hollywood look like Hollywood wants to look, they will pick that movie, right? I mean, like, look, literally, there's, okay, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies nominated for Best Picture, Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight, which eventually won. Um, Nine pictures. Now, I have no idea how many movies were made. But it's a gajillion movies that get made. And, um, you know, this is a good good side note because to, to just prove how much I don't know anything but we'll still talk anyways, um, there's a couple people, man, that I follow on Twitter. And if, uh, especially if you're here in, like, the region or Indiana or Midwest or you just like talking to smart people, there's a few people that I follow on Twitter. And these people are uh, so much more educated and smarter than than I am on on a lot of the things that I'm interested in. Like see see I will poke my nose in a lot of things and I go, oh that's interesting. You know, I'll I'll make a, a poop joke about that later. But these people legitimately I feel like they legitimately know so much more. Um and one of those people, let's see if I can try to pull him up. One of those guys is um I think it's Tyler Juranovich is how Oh, geez. I guess you'd have to find me. Here we go. You'd have to find me on, uh, so shout out to Tyler. Um, you'd have to find me on Twitter and, and then find him through me. Or you can go to Foxy Mop Handle Man, which is a playoff Foxy Mop Handle Mama, I believe, off Vitology. I think so. Pearl Jam record. Um, he said something really interesting that, well, I thought it was interesting because um, basically, like I said, there's those nine movies that are nominated and, and yeah, of course a thousand movies could have been nominated, but it's not exactly like they find the nine best. They just find the nine that flip their trigger. You know what I mean? So 
there's 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 a ton of other movies that could have got involved. I'm trying to sorry, I'm trying to I'm, I'm going through my iPhone trying to find what this dude tweeted at the same time and uh in, in a sea of Twitter it can get difficult. But he mentioned a couple movies that were really great and I'm pretty sure one of them was a uh, Swiss Army Man which I talked about uh a few months ago on the show. Um and I think the lo- <laughs> I don't know if you mentioned the lobster or it was just me. But I but the point is there's tons and tons and tons of movies that are great. So the just just the idea. I won't talk about who should have won, who could have won. Who could have won? But one thing that's good to, to that I, I find useful to think about when you come to these award shows and stuff uh, is um, you should not get worked up about like oh this was better than than that and this was you know because you're talking about this one out of nine was better than that one out of nine when really the C is far greater than that right so like Tyler mentioned a ton of movies. Uh, and you'll have to just go through his tweets. I, I don't want to do it while I talk. Otherwise, I'll be sound like an even bigger idiot than I am. Um, so it's 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 crazy to me when people go like, oh, well, you're crazy if you think that Emma Stone was better than uh, the chick from – what was the one? Whose girl was supposed to win? Uh, I don't know. Ruth Nega, Natalie Portman, L. I thought it was I thought it was a chick from Fences or Moonlight or something. People were all mad that Emma Stone won it instead. My point is, look, just gamble on it, have fun with it. Say what what does Hollywood want? You know, which which movie does Hollywood want to pick? Not not so much like which was the better movie because understandably it's all subjective and it's not about who was better and who was better. I guess maybe when it comes to like cinematography or sound mixing, you could get a little more technical and be like, well, they did some really interesting things. But basically if one chick moved you more than another, or one guy did something that made you give you more feels as you know, net would say, excuse me, more than the other. Um, no big deal, dude, big deal. Really? It's the important thing is that you drink a lot of beer or Sprite, or whatever you're into. The important thing is that you have a good time. Go to a party, gamble a bit on it, have a good time with it. The the the, the other thing is too, like just my God, the whole the whole thing with like the whole thing with Best Picture um, about how it was supposed to be La La Land with he got the wrong envelope, and and you guys already know about all that stuff, anyways. But I found it comical. It's weird, uh, but what's funny is that like. I feel like 20 years ago, it would have just been, like, reported as who won and said there was a slight snafu. You know, in the delivery, there was a slight snafu, and uh, and and it was odd. But the winner is Moonlight. But now, with, with social media and with, like, dude, people are making crying Jordan La La Land memes before... I mean, before, like, any ink is dry, before, before they've had a chance to go to commercial break. So it's just so insane, like, the amount of judging and, uh, excuse me, the amount of judging and the amount of times people get on their high horse and weigh in about, oh, who's in charge of this? I can't believe they screwed it up. Yeah, you know what? Somebody screwed it up. Who gives a shit? I mean, look, these things happen, and 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 and, and it doesn't. Please God, for once in our, our our damn lives, and I know I'm I'm not a really old guy, so my life hasn't been that long, and I haven't been through all these trials and tribulations. But can we just for five seconds not make shit about race? I know, 
I know a ton of things are about race. I get it. And, can, you know, when I argue these, anything near this kind of thing, when I argue with a lot of people, and Dave included, uh, I look like this guy on the far left oftentimes, even though uh, it's just really compared. It's really just relative to who I'm talking to. But can we just, for a second, not make everything about that? It's, I mean, it's, it's the damn Oscars. It's, can we just take a second and not worry about it? I guess, listen, and I understand people will go, oh, you don't come from that, and it's not the same for you. You're right. It's not. And I would say, you're right. I don't know how it feels to, to do a lot of things, to be on, on the losing end of many things. Look, first of all, I was looking at, <laughs> this sounds so stupid, but I was going through all this, uh, my kid's really into astronomy and all this stuff, and we're looking at all these different planets, and he's got this discovery earth thing that projects different planets on his screen and uh, or on his ceiling and he, me and him were laying on our our backs looking up and looking at different planets and i was like man and I said, he pointed out earth and i said that which one's you know which one's us and he pointed out and i said man you know how lucky we are dude and he's like what i said just think about look at all these planets like we don't know if there's people living on them or not right and most likely there's not on a bunch of them but maybe there is somewhere who knows I go, but look, that planet that has the, the water and the air and the earth and all that, that's the one where, as far as we know, that's where all the people live. And, and we got to, not only are we there, but we're in a really good, tiny, like, compared to the entire earth, we're in this small chunk of earth where people don't have to hunt and gather. You know what I mean? Like, we just get up and we just, we get a job and we get food that's already basically prepared for us. We just make it hot and shove it in our faces. Um... We're very lucky, man. We're very, very lucky. And even the people that are, 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 Jesus, how did I get on this tirade? Good God, take your Adderall, boy. ADD's taking over. But even the people that are given a, a crappy run in life, um, we're all pretty lucky relative to something else. You know what I mean? So, Jesus Christ, I got on the stupidest soapbox ever. That's what happens when I don't take my medicine. Um, I don't know how I got got, Oh, I think I was trying to do like, let's not make stuff about race. My point is like, my my long-winded point is, I know I'm lucky. I know that I'm just in the genetic lottery. Like I landed in America, a white male. Um, I was able to get a job and I was never turned down for certain things because of a a race or creed or anything like that. So I know I'm lucky. That being said, um... When it comes to certain things, I would never say bring it up. But when it comes to the Oscars, these are movies we're talking about. This is just movies. That's all it is. So, I don't know. And, you know, the only movie I saw out of all of them, the only movie I saw out of all of them was, uh, was that movie Lion. And uh, I, I'm not good enough for the internet to pull all this stuff up. But Lion was the only one I saw, and uh, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was so great. It's one of those movies where it's like it's it's very like um, frustrating to watch. It's very, it's I guess it's kind of like painful. You, you know, you see this kid going through some stuff and I just severe hardship. Going back to how lucky I know I am, I never had to go through any of that. You know, and uh, this this kid goes. If you don't know what it's about, just Google it. But it's basically this kid gets lost and he gets on. He goes on a train to Bengali, I think, and he doesn't speak the language, and uh, he ends up getting adopted. And then he's obsessed with trying to find out where he came from because he knows he has a mother and a brother and, and a sister left behind. Uh, heartbreaking movie, man, but so, so good. And, and so good mainly. Uh, the acting was good, but more importantly, just the idea that that does happen 
and showing a little kid lost in an environment like that was just brutal. But uh, it was funny. I saw that movie, and I came home, and I was, like, talking to my wife, and I go, like, scale of 1 to 10, how interested would you be in, like, just looking into adopting, uh, you know, a kid from Bengali or something? <laughs> like, I was, I was not like, hey, let's do it, but I was like, hey, I haven't ruled this out, and if the numbers work, we should really talk about this. Like that's that's how moving it was, uh, you know. Because I'm so into uh, I'm so into being a dad, and uh, not to toot my own horn, but dude, I, I will toot my own horn a little bit when it comes to that. Not not like oh, I'm the best dad, but I will say that the calories I burn, um, you know, emotionally and mentally and all that stuff. Like I'm 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 down for the cause. I'm follow my damn Twitter, dude. I, I'm at Fun Flatables or. Bellaboos or doing a science experiment or something with my kids every day because I just feel like that's gonna. I feel like I'm uh, when it when like a four hundred one k or a Roth IRA. I feel like I'm I'm uh, I'm emotionally um, depositing into oh, that's, that's a bad way to say it. I'm depositing into these emotional accounts. I feel like and I, and I try to do them so much because I just feel like in the end I just don't want them to be screw ups, right? And so I go maybe if I really bust my butt then 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 they won't be and and that won't be on me you know and so that'll be a good thing so i know i do that and so like well if we get another one we'll just you know i'm already like i'm already juggling i'll just be on a unicycle juggling so but long story longer is lion is so good that it legitimately made me consider um possibly adopting a little a little indian kid which would be which would be great you know uh man i wonder if i'm gonna regret talking about race stuff i don't know i honest to god it's it's so it's so tough because like the more i try to backpedal or just it's so weird because when it comes to stuff like that and it didn't have a big role in this year's oscars but it just feels like when there's that that uh, looming uh, idea of it over certain concepts. It's just like the elephant in the room, you know? But when you're always talking about the elephant in the room, you sort of forget what else is in the room. It's, if that sounds, that sounds stupid, you know what I mean? Because the elephant is the big, heavy thing that's there and it should be discussed. But uh, just for our own sanity, I just feel like we gotta, we gotta mix things up, you know? It's like, it's like with Twitter, social media. When I, I go on, or, or with, with the politics thing too, man, literally... I don't know how you guys do it, but I get up, um, I get some coffee, I make sure my, my kids are situated, and they usually wake up and they watch cartoons and stuff in the morning for a little bit, and I immediately, uh, uh, I'm, again, not computer savvy, so I have Yahoo News, like that's the app I have on my phone, excuse me, hmm. and I circle through the news, and it's usually, what, eight, nine stories, and then a few, like, ancillary stories. A few ones like that. And uh, I look it up, and then I will open Twitter. And I'll go, What's do I have any notifications? What's uh, what's trending? What are the stories? And, and, and God damn, dude, it is every day. It is super politics, super Trump. And before that, it was super Hillary, super Bernie, super Obama. Um, which is <laughs> like the shittiest. It's like the worst group of... Uh, of uh, like I'm not a comic book guy, but if like DC met Marvel, met uh, with Dark Horse, is that another one? Met Image, and they all came through, and it was Super Obama and Super Hillary, and uh, Super Trump joined, and finally they went and they uh, went to fight the world. It would be the worst group of superheroes ever. God, they would look so bad in tights. I don't even want to. I mean, here's the thing: when you read, we all know. 
the guys that draw comic books draw every chick as though they were the biggest pervert ever. Like, it could be, like, <laughs> all I know about comics is I used to, uh, sorry, ADD, ADD rant. Um, all I know about comics is that my brothers both collected them a bit, and I would never buy my own, except for a few Ninja Turtle comics and ones here and there. I would just read theirs. So as far as comics went, I read, uh, oh, this is the tirade. Uh, I, I read, um, Amazing Spider-Man, and then when McFarlane took over Spider-Man, I think for Image? No, maybe that was... No, because Image wouldn't have had Spider-Man. That's after they went off. But anyways, McFarlane, Spider-Man, some other Spider-Man, Savage Dragon. Uh, not really X-Men, but I read a handful. But I read enough. It was like... For, the, for those of you nerds out there, it was for the uh, Eric Larson, McFarlane days for the most part. Um, and I know that whether or not they were drawing a girl like... It could be like a person selling newspapers on the street, and it would be a girl with like just humongous boobs and a skin tight everything, and that's just how it's so funny. This is like a boys' club, I guess that they're just like what, like you know, like when you walk into a room, the girl that uh, the girl that takes your order at the restaurant is obviously you know a bit like Kate Upton, like on steroids. It just makes sense. So I'm I'm picturing a super Hillary. In tights right now, and I just I just feel like the artist just ran away with it and just didn't do it <laughs> didn't do it justice. And that's how his stupid brain works. But anyways, back to the news. Um, <laughs> so, God, I you know what if 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 someone was to edit this and put a bell every time I called myself stupid, uh, I swear I'm not doing it to be like like oh if you say it enough times you won't think. I know I'm not the dumbest person uh, in the room always. I'm sure I'm not the smartest, but don't think that I'm just saying it to like to be cute. I just want to say dumb things. It's it's difficult, man, to 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 talk. That's why I sort of feel bad. I don't feel bad because he's him, but I sort of feel bad when I bash Trump a lot because I go, this dude talks like such a fucking moron, you know. Um, and then I I can't get out simple sentences. However, not nearly as polished a public speaker as him, and also I don't have speech writers, and also there's nothing writing on this. It's me in my basement. Back to what I was saying. I get up and I read the news and then I read Twitter and it's just politics, politics, politics. It used to be when Dave and I would do the show, I would open it or I would open the news and I would go like, eh, you know, I'd look up some weird news sites or whatever and I'd find some funny stories to try to like riff off and just say, hey, this was weird, you know. Hey, did you hear about the guy who was drinking like 10 gallons of lemonade? That's wacky. Uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, that's, that's the worst example I possibly could have thought of. Because everyone knows that six gallons is the absolute limit, just because of like the, you know how much you have to pee. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I used to look up news and I'd be like, "Oh, this is great." Uh, but now you turn it on and it's seriously like, it's just I'm just getting like you ever see those? Uh, I don't know, I don't know, it's like Afghanistan or one of those Middle Eastern countries. There's like those religious ceremonies where people flog themselves, they beat themselves with whips and chains and whatnot i feel like politically that's what we do every day in this country and maybe in other countries and when i say this country i mean the small portions i live in and rarely go outside of so i'll say the people that i know 10 mile radius i feel like we just wake up and just beat ourselves in the head politically and some of these people you know who you are (laughs) you guys know who you are you gals you guys know who you are uh it's not healthy and I do it too. I'm part of the problem, but it's really not like. Can you can you picture? Can you picture in high school, like getting up and being like, 
oh, I wonder what I wonder what he's going to say in the joint session speech today. I wonder if he's going to, uh, you know, I wonder if he's going to uh, delegitimize the teachers union or something. And that's not that that's just because I don't know anything about it. It's not a shot at anyone in particular because I read some stuff on Twitter and people were, were saying like, oh, I think the teachers are screwed or the, the teachers union is in trouble or something like that. It's not a shot. I legitimately did not watch the joint session uh, speech. And it's just, I had enough today. But um, what, I, what my point is, is can you picture in high school getting up and being like, I'm going to, I'm going to look into political nuances, not only stories, but how things are, or I guess it's still a story in a way, but like how things are progressing, like old stories. Like um, um, when that General Flynn got, like when, the whole thing with Russia, you know, like he was speaking to Russian people when he shouldn't have been, yada, yada. Um, can you imagine just like when you were in high school? And I, I add the caveat that I understand that like high schoolers don't care about that because it doesn't affect them. But my point is on just a personal happiness level, can you imagine getting up and looking at political nuances and then having that affect your day. And then still, because I think that's what the kids do now. Like I see like my niece on Twitter and, and a couple other people that are younger. Uh, they weigh in a little bit politically here and there. And I think they got to do that and then go study for tests and stuff. And it just seems like it's so ubiquitous. It's so big that it's just, it's, I don't even know what my original point was. I just know it cannot be good. It cannot be good for us to, to do this. So I'm trying to find a healthy way to back off from it yet still uh, know what I'm doing and be concerned about it. You you understand? Like I want to know, okay, if something huge passes that affects me, but I'm a huge, as it's been no secret, I'm a really big Adam Carolla fan. I mean, in high school I would listen to Love Lines and again, uh, I don't can't remember if I edited this out or if I talked about it earlier, but I grew up watching MASH a lot. And, uh, and, And I'm always so impressed with people that can off the cuff. Like when I go to a party and it's a small group of people and someone's firing back something um, verbally, you know what I mean? They're making weird, odd references or somebody, you know what I mean? Somebody makes a weird 70s show reference that I've seen or something. I immediately go like, oh, I like that dude. That guy is like, or woman, whatever. I I will go, (laughs) what I got to say, well, now when you talk to a man. Or a woman, <laughs> but but I always like people that are really 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 quick witted. And um, so, oh Jesus Christ! Sorry, I'm trying to record in my I'm trying to record in my basement. I lost my train of thought because I had a ton of things going on. But I don't know. Back to the original. It ain't good for us. I don't think we should do it. I think we should be sort of aware of what's going on. And I've said that before, but I really think that that should be about it because. It's just too much, man. It's just too much. And if, and if, and if you think I'm crazy and I'm wrong, uh, and look, bro, this stuff's important and we got to know. Well, I would say, okay. Oh, <laughs> I got to take my medicine. My ADD is so bad. The reason I was saying about quick-witted people is because I'm a fan of Adam Carolla. I, sorry, I rambled. Um, I'm a huge fan of Adam Carolla, and I always liked how fast he was and how he's the quickest wit in the West. And he used to say a long time ago, he used to go like, look, no matter who's elected president, you're going to get up and you're going to go to work. And I could legitimately, you could, I could say, go to work, go to work for a week. Just don't read the news or, or whatever. And then tell me, is your life any different? Like, do you really think the person in charge is going to affect you on a personal level? Um, 
it's not going to matter who's in charge because it just doesn't matter. Our system is what our system is. Uh, and I used to go, yeah, that's 100% right. He's right because I just think he's right about a great many things. Um, I think that was right before. I think things may have changed because, because I think that our standards have dropped and I think like our decency levels have dropped. Um, and I think that there, obviously our communication is far greater and faster. So it's not like it doesn't matter who's in charge, but I'd like to go a little back. I'd like to go um, back to that a bit more. Or I'd say what? I would give this challenge to you and to myself as well. I would say, fine. Um, just to prove me wrong or yourself wrong, don't pay attention to it as much. And think about that time that you would devote to finding out whether in this. Please don't think this is a right or left thing. Please. That's not what I'm doing. I think Trump is a, a lot of negative things. Okay. So I'm not supporting him, but I'm also not, not supporting It's just whatever. Um, what I'm saying is that like that effort that you would have taken into looking up Politico articles or BuzzFeed articles or HuffPo or CNN or Fox News or any of them, take that effort and like try creating something. Go like, look, I'm going to take a half an hour and instead of reading these BS articles, uh, I'm going to write something or, or I'm going to like sit down with my guitar and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to dick around with a song or something like that. And I... I, I firmly believe that if you did that for a week, and I'm, when you say when I say you, I mean me, because I'm just talking to you, but I'm really talking to me. You know what I mean? What I think I'm going to do, and it is Tuesday night, but it feels like a Sunday. It's my weekend. I start work tomorrow. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get up, and I'll check like notifications on Twitter, and I'll look at t- t- uh, trending things or whatever, and news. But if it's not like stuff that really makes me go, whoa, that's wild, I ain't digging and I'm not like an ostrich sticking my head in the sand. So where that ostriches do that? I gotta look into that and find out why, or see if that's just a thing that I learned in Bugs Bunny cartoons. I bet you ostriches don't do that. I bet that's just some uh, 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 Mel Blanc Tex Avery um, BS. But like, have you ever seen an ostrich stick his head in the sand? I uh, I've seen a lot of a lot of I've seen life I've seen uh, uh, planet earth I don't ever remember seeing Ozard stick his head in the sand I think it'd be dope I should look at that but that's not what I'm doing um, I, I'm just saying like for a personal happiness level I would bet that we could spend one tenth of the time reading those articles and looking into that stuff not being ignorant not not knowing what's going on but just not letting it control our, our emotions and how we feel and how our day is going um Spend that time creating or doing something or, God forbid, you know, with your kids or doing something productive. And then go at the end of the week, go, yeah, I'm going to spend 30 minutes looking at these articles. I'm going to catch up or something like that. I really feel like at the end of that week, you would be more productive. You would be happier. You would um, say way less douchey things on social media or to your friends at the water cooler. Um, You know, you, you get happy. Do you get joy? Get happy. <laughs> I got the best words. You're never going to believe me. I got a lot of words. People are saying, I'm hearing a lot of people say that you're going get, to get happy, <laughs> like the Jenny Farrell song. Um, and, uh, I just think like you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're not going to get joy from, from, from focusing too much on it. That's my 20-minute explanation. Something else. I'll just rail. I'll just rail on stuff I'm bothered about. My buddy Santos on Twitter. Oh, and I said I was going to shout out a couple of people on Twitter and say, like, hey, these are a few people. 
I follow a lot of people on Twitter and I like a lot of people and I interact with a lot of them. And um, that's awesome. And I've actually it's, – it's so weird. Like my real friend circle I feel like has merged with online friend circle. People I legitimately did not know before the show. But since our show was so local, like if I want to go out to the park with my kids or something – I will, I'm now at the point now where I will contact people I've met through the show and be like, hey, man, you want to go to the park? Because I feel like they know like kind of what I'm about. I've sort of been vetted um, to them. I feel like maybe I've been vetted because you've heard me talk. And these people uh, haven't really been vetted. But I live life loose. I live on the edge of my seat. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You probably don't carry guns to the park. Or, or you know, if, they, if, if, if my new friends offer me Kool-Aid, I probably will say no, but just because I've seen so many Jim Jones documentaries. It's just me. It's a problem I got to work through. Um, but I said I was going to uh, burp on camera. Excuse me. <laughs> I said I was going to mention a few people. I, uh, I do. I, I want to mention this guy. I'm not sure if he listens to the show or not, to be honest. I've never met him in real life, to be honest. But there's a dude on Twitter that is so damn impressive. Um, let me find him. No Bruno. He's so impressive, but I mean that in the... And the straightest, well, not straightest, could be straighter. I could say it in like a denim jacket while curling, um, while doing bicep curls. But Jesus Christ, let me find him. Okay. If you live in northwest Indiana in the region and you're not following Keith, we've gone back and forth on how to pronounce his last name. By we, I mean me and Dave. I'm going to say Goff. I feel like Goff is is the way. But his name is Keith, um, G, like George O., U G H and he is at G O U G H capital H M S. Um, he's a local teacher, but this dude, man, when politics comes, stuff comes up, when science stuff comes up, when just people stuff comes up, uh, uh, music, beer, um, many of the things that I just am interested in, but don't know anything about. <laughs> he's like a smarter version of, uh, well, it sounds creepy if I say he's a smarter version of me, but if you're not following him on Twitter, do so. Because, and also um, check him out before you speak on certain things because you'll probably sound really, oh, hi, kitty. My cat Cleo just came up here. For those of you people that are, oh, I love dogs, little cats. You know what? Suck it. My cat Cleo is awesome. He's one of those cats with big um, thumbs. They call them Hemingway cats. They have like these big um, weird cat thumbs. But anyways, follow Keith on Twitter because um, he almost always, I will say something and he will respond with a more articulate, smarter version of what, <laughs> what I said. And usually without the potty mouth. So uh, follow him. Check him out. And I just wanted to throw that out before I, before I said anything else. Because uh, you will be a better person for it. Or at least you will sound like a smarter person at parties if you just regurgitate like, a, like you're spitting worms to baby birds. Just take what he says and go blah and throw it up in someone else's mouth. Uh, by the way, if the audio for this is really bad, 38 minutes in, if you haven't left, I literally have my iPhone headphones plugged into my um, laptop, my Mac, and um, I'm using the microphone that, that you would use. Uh, it's the same one I used for my press conferences. <laughs> it's the one that I would use like if you were doing hands-free and you called somebody and you, you know, you're like on your bicycle or too busy or perhaps driving and didn't have Bluetooth. Uh, so that's why the audio is not good. Um, a lot, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about this week. I just don't know what the heck I'm going to get into. Um, oh, but one thing is, since I was railing on social media and things that 
that people say that bother me. Uh, my buddy Santos on um, on Twitter as well. And if you don't follow him, uh, he and I go back and forth quite a bit. And he's a, he's a great dude. He's uh, a guy from a guy from beyond the wall. We'll say he's the king of the north. Um, he's at um, Santos C. He's at uh, Saint eight two two seven zero, and he's a good follow. He has he has some pretty funny stuff to say as well. And he's from the same uh, ilk as us. But but he he sent me a message the other day and he was like it's funny sorry Santos I'm gonna out you but it's only because look on this show I don't feel bad for outing anybody because nobody gets outed more than me. One of the cool things about the show is it's like therapy. Um, had a baby with confessional, um, got drunk and then made a fart joke, like for me. You know what I mean? I I, mean, I know I'll say stuff on the show. And then I'll be driving home from Dave's house. He lives about 15 minutes from me. And I'll be driving home and I'll go, man, maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe I, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have. Or every once in a while, I'll be uh, in my cups, as they say. You know, sometimes I'll be, I'll be pretty drunk and, uh, or, or just feeling okay doing the show. And I will say uh, something and I'll go on the ride home and I'll go, what if your wife does listen? She's probably not going to love that you. You know, maybe everybody doesn't need to know that you call her the dream crusher at the show. Um, so I don't feel bad for outing anybody on the show because nobody gets outed more than me. Believe me, nobody gets outed more than me. A lot of people are saying, I'm hearing nobody gets outed more than me. I'm the most outed. You're never going to believe how outed I am. No homo, no Bruno. Um, he asked me the other day, he was like, he was like, uh, what is this... Um, Asking for a friend thing. He's like, you kids on the online uh, machine, what is this asking for a friend thing? And I will throw that in the same hopper like I told him as the said no one ever. If you are friends with me in real life or social media and, and, and you ever make a comment to me and you go, said no one ever, I'm not saying that like I'm going to unfollow you, but I, that's going to be that's going to be like, you know, when you eat popcorn and like two hours later. And you'll be like messing around in the back of your mouth with your tongue. And you'll go, damn it, there's something, there's something stuck back there. You know, that's going to be what your statement was to me. Like, but except for like two weeks or instead of two hours, it'll be like two weeks later. We'll be talking about something else. We'll be like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, here's the thing about Jeff Sessions. And I go, yeah, but uh, I'll be messing with my, mole, my mental mole. And I'll go, that person last week said, said no one ever. That's just not like, that's not a joke. That's not a thing. That's just like when you have a thought and you don't – look, at least when I stick my foot in my mouth, I have <laughs> – it's almost that like I have the balls to stick my foot in my mouth. I'm going to go with that. At least I have the balls to stick my foot in my mouth. Like if I say something uh, uh, stupidly – there's an adverb. Um, if I say something dumb, then fine. I said something dumb. But I don't like when people just do the cop out and go like – asking for a friend isn't as bad. I'll give you that because that's a little bit – um, more recent and it's and, and asking for a friend is is more like um, it's a little more like cutesy like 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 hey I'm a little embarrassed to say this and I'm not sure how to ask but I'm a little embarrassed I get it like I get where that's coming from that's coming from a place of hopefully I'll assume that's coming from a place of like I want to ask this question or throw this concept or idea out there um, but it's embarrassing and I know it's embarrassing you know what I'm saying so so that that makes sense to me. But when someone goes, said no one ever, it means to me, uh, <laughs> I got like half my Twitter friends going to be like, you know what, dude? 
Yeah, just I'll yeah I'll I'll save you the trouble. You're unfollowed, and that's okay. Um, if you're my friend in real life, we're we're good. Um, but the people that go said no one ever is like that's like going that's like that's like the equivalent to me of you saying a really mean thing in high school, being like if say like there was like an overweight girl in high school and you were like. Oh man, like that that chick's so hot. I want to take her out to the movies or something. And you went like said no one ever. To me I go that's all the meanness and none of the cleverness if that's a word. You know what I mean? That's like all the all the non-creative crap and none of the um humor. And it's that's the biggest sin of all is it ain't funny. You can say anything you want as long as it's funny. That ain't funny. So I wrote, I don't know, when, I, when me and Dave podcast, I will write stuff down on my phone and I'll just look at them and I'll go, and this week I wrote, the is, this is, oh, oh, I didn't throw you in there either. You're getting tossed in the hopper. This is everything, people. Yeah. You know who I'm talking to also. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean it. But I sort of did mean it. I flip-flop. It's what I do. You know why I flip-flop? Because I try to put myself in other people's shoes. In other people's shoes, always happen to be drinking as much as me in their shoes, and uh, uh, I'll see things from a different angle. So that, that that's what I do. But I'm going to throw this in the hopper too. The this is everything, people. So asking for a friend, I'll allow it. I don't respect it. Said no one ever. Don't allow it. Don't respect it. This is everything, people. Don't quite understand it. Not sure what you're trying to do. I'll allow it. Uh, but not respect it. And what I say by this is everything, people, that will, somebody will see a comment or a picture or an article and go, this is everything. Like, like, uh, <laughs> I hopefully, hopefully I'll be talking by myself in my basement for 45 minutes. And at the end of the show, any Hey My Ben people are now Hey My Dave people. And, uh, that's all right. Every, every show needs a villain, right? But, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man, what are you going to do? I guess, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go out, um, I'm going to go out truthfully swinging. I'll go out with my own. You know, if, uh, <laughs> I think I've told this story before too. <laughs> my brothers are the same as me, right? But, but, but arguably more, I feel like, especially in physical stature. We're like, uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, but if the first one was 6'2", and the second one was 6'1", and the last one was like 5'11", uh, I'm obviously the run to the litter. But, uh, they're, they're, um, you know, fast talking, loud mouths like myself. And uh, we we went to a party. We used to sneak into West Beach. Like, we'd go in over Well Street Beach or whatever. We'd park and we'd carry coolers and logs and guitars and, and beer and women and, and men and uh, no Bruno and all these things. And, and it would be a great time. Uh, and we did that one time. And me and both of my brothers, we were sitting on this log around a fire. And we were doing kind of like what I said earlier about the guy, all the mean and but and none of the funny, except for I feel like we had the funny. So we're sitting around this campfire, and we're, like, making fun of my buddy Dan. Like, dude, what's up with the ponytail? Like, honestly, I'm not going to say that, like, Pantera wasn't a good band, but but, but Vulgar came out five years ago. You need to chill out, bro. Like, let the Anselmo haircut go. Pantera fans know what I'm talking about. But anyway, we're we're just kind of ripping on everybody around the fire, hopefully in a joking way, just sort of talking, you know, talking shit, giving a little bit of trash, uh, you know, throwing – Verbal elbows, messing around, mixing it up, as they would say in hockey. And um, <laughs> next thing you know, we were also drinking quite heavily. Next thing you know, we both looked around and everyone was gone from the fire. Everyone had slowly, one by one, decided um, 
yeah, dude, screw these guys. They all got up. Everybody decided, like, I don't want to sit here and have these guys trash talk me. And we were all like, uh, we were all, you know, like, we just realized everybody was gone. It was sort of like, hey, what happened? Like, we we're coming from a, pl- a place. I thought we were the tree of trust. I thought, I thought you guys thought we were, uh, you know, that you guys like to, to mix it up. Somebody, somebody, somebody tell me uh, uh, something derogatory. But, you know what I mean? Somebody make fun of my, my weird twitch. I have a weird twitch if you guys don't know. Those of you that don't listen, if you hang out with me long enough, you'll see I've had it all my life. And here's the weird thing about my twitch. ADD, again. Sorry. Rant. Um, my twitch has moved around my like body. When I was a kid, I used to do this weird thing with my like my both my eyes. Like <laughs> it sounds so stupid. That's fine. I used to do this weird thing with my eyes. I did a weird thing when I learned when I learned cursive. And this is super weird. I should probably should have gone to a shrink. When I learned cursive, um, you know, when I don't know what second, third grade, whatever you do that, I was so like obsessed with it. Um, I was so into learning it that I would I would draw it with my hand. You know, like I would um, pretend like 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 you're at a rave, and everybody just took a a, a bunch of Molly, and they were, but instead of doing that stupid dance, they're just writing cursive letters in the air. They're writing. Ball, uh, ballistic. They're writing like figurative. They're writing whatever words, right? Um, whatever looks weird in a cursive font. And I would be sitting at the dinner table, and I would just be writing. You know, my mom would say like, "Oh, how's your casserole?" And I'd be going C A S S. And my dad would be like, "What are you doing?" And then it moved. My my weird twitch migrated. Like I would, um, I had this thing with like my, my my nose. Like I would always uh. Almost like uh, I'm doing it right now. Like, you know, like you open your nostrils really large, like like you're trying to um, get a booger out or something. Like flare your nostrils, I guess would be the, the way to explain it. I did that. Uh, and my dad would yell at me at the table and be like, we're trying to eat. What are you doing with your nose? And I'll go, I just, I don't know. There's, there's something wrong. <laughs> I do, You know, as an 11-year-old, you want to go, I don't know. I think maybe I have Tourette's and uh, probably a bunch of other stuff that enables me to talk in my basement by myself for over an hour. My dad just went, well, stop it, or I'm going to throw a fork at you like I did your sister. So I had that, and then it, it moved um, to, like, numb my eye. I do this weird thing where you think I'm winking at you, but I'm really not telling you a secret. I just think there's something wrong with my brain. Um, so anyways, we were, all, we were all at this fire, and everybody got up and left. And so I was like, somebody make fun of my Tourette's, and it didn't happen. They all just left. So that's, that's uh, basically what's going to play out in this podcast, and that's all right, too. Because when you do a one-on-one podcast, it's far different than doing one with somebody. You're not, you know, you're not trying to keep the ball in the air. So this is everything. Said no one ever. Asking for a friend. I'm requesting a moratorium on it. Before I get out of here, it's already 49 minutes. Good gravy. There's a couple things on TV I think you guys should check out. Um, and if you're not already checking it out, uh, the guy I mentioned early, ty- earlier, uh, Tyler, on Twitter... He recommended, oh, God, is it called Tickling? That sounds super Bruno. Oh, the Tickle King? No, they can't. Oh, Tickled. There's an HP. <laughs> the Tickle King? That's, uh, I mean, try, try sounding masculine and saying, you guys got to check out the Tickle King. No, it's seriously great. It involves pillows and lots of stuff that you can get beat up doing. Um, <laughs> uh, tickled on HBO? I'm not recommending it yet because I haven't seen it, but I'm hearing things. A lot of people are saying it's unbelievable. A lot of people are talking. It could be the greatest movie ever. I don't know. I'm hearing things. But no, they're saying Tickled is really good. Um, If you're not watching Crashing on HBO with Pete Holmes, 
really, 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 really good. Um, well, I don't know. It's just really, really, really good. That's that seems a bit extreme. Enjoyable, funny. I like it. I like him. And if I ever do another solo podcast, I'll go way into um, one of the reasons I like him is because he was like this. I guess he was raised real religious, and he broke off from that, and like you know, mayhem ensued. And anytime someone has that in their background, I immediately identify with it, and I go, "Oh, dude." You guys don't get it. Like, if you're... Yeah, I don't think I have time. Maybe I could have time and then just chop this up and take all my ums and drinking beer out, and it would be a decent podcast. Um, nah, I'll do another solo one later. But if you guys were not raised in a um, religious home, then you just don't get it. And by religious home, I don't mean... And this is going to sound crappy, because... Yes, it counts to be a religious Catholic. Of course it counts. I mean, for God's sakes, look at the numbers. <laughs> but it's not the same. Yes, there's an overwhelming guilt and all that stuff, and I know. But it's not the same as going to, like, um, a Christian church, be that, like, Baptist, Pentecostal, Presbyterian. I don't I really don't know all the denominations because the one I went to was just called Christian Church. It was that um, vanilla. Uh, not bad, just vanilla. Um but you guys just don't know what it's like to go from that and then to get tossed into actually, tossed into the real world. It's just a weird thing. And of course, of course, people had it way more extreme than me. There's homeschooled people. There's people that were super secluded. I wasn't super secluded, but I was secluded to the point that I can tell you that I didn't really know anything about real music like or movies uh, until I was, dude, I mean like 10 or something like this. I guess I knew some, you know what I mean? But pretty much, like, I knew, like, church-ish music. I knew Christian rock bands. And I knew, like, some other stuff. And when I say I knew, it doesn't mean, like, I didn't know it existed. It just wasn't, like, you. Did, if your family didn't do it or if your mom and dad didn't do it, like, you don't do it. You know what I mean? It, nothing existed unless, like, my friends went to church. Uh, my parents went to church. And so just that's what my world was. I knew there was other things, but who, you know, who the hell's got time? It's like, look, look, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu's out there, but are you a black belt? No, you're not. You don't even go to school for it. You don't even, you don't even know how to throw a punch. The reason you don't know is because like you don't have time and it's not that important to you. And that's fine. And that's how everything outside of like, um, church life. And then I would throw my dad's hobbies in as well. Like there was church and then there was airplanes and there was Andy Griffith and there was honeymooners and there was mash. And those things were because, like, those were his things and Columbo. God, Columbo's still a great show, though. I stand by all those. Um, there was those things because those were what he did. And then there was, there, was, there was church. So it wasn't like, you're not allowed to do nothing. You're allowed to do, like, whatever I'm into plus. We know what they do at church. God, nobody asked for that tirade. Nobody asked for it. Nobody wanted it. I should cut it out. But I'm not good enough computers to know how to do that. Uh, but one of the reasons I liked crashing is because it was like this nerdy white guy. Yes, I identified with that quite a bit. Uh, it was a nerdy white guy who was thrust into this this world, uh, and uh, and it was a little weird to him. You know what I mean? So so I kind of like that. And I guess that's probably why a lot of people like that show. With who's that girl from The Office? She took over for Pam. Oh God, it was on Netflix. That redhead girl. Nah, I can't remember. But it's probably why a lot of people like that. But um, check out Crashing on HBO. It's really good. Oh, and my other new obsession on Netflix, Beastmaster. It's called Beastmaster and it's on Netflix. And it is awesome. And you're going to turn it on you're going to go, Ben, this is just American Ninja Warrior. What's so awesome about it? And I'm going to go, yeah, I know. That's why it's awesome. 
And you're going to go, yeah, but I already saw this on American Ninja Warrior. And I'm going to go, yeah, I know, but it's more of it, and it's awesome. So I won't explain it. I won't tell you, like, hey, here's what it's about, other than to say it's American Ninja Warrior, but it's a Sylvester Stallone joint, as they like to say. And he just comes out in the beginning and goes, hey, these guys are going to swing on trapeze. And they're going to, you know, who's going to make it? I don't know. It's the worst Sylvester Stallone you've ever heard. Between my Sylvester Sloan and my Trump. <laughs> um, it is like American Ninja Warrior, except they pit nationalities against each other, or rather countries against each other. Um, you know what would be cool is if, you know what would be good is a way to hash all this stuff out. Like, look, like, like these assholes are out there knocking over um, tombstones and Jewish cemeteries, and there's people out there going like, you know, the alt-rights trying to bring... I don't even know if they really are, but there's obviously an uptick in like neo-Nazi movement or, or, or chatter, and so there's the obvious um, uh, compensatory blowback. I don't know how to say it. I have the best words. <laughs> there's the obvious uh, 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 ebb and flow of that, right? So with, with that, there's the pushback. I guess is the huge word I was looking for. There's the pushback from that, and uh, what would be cool is if you took. Because it's already super stereotypical as hell. There's already like, <laughs> what's great about it is each country, each country has its own, uh, like there's not one set. <laughs> I'll put a pin in that. I'll come back. Each country has its own set of commentators. So like Brazil has, uh, oh, who's that, who's that fighter? Oh, damn, was it Silva? Uh, Anderson Silva? Yeah, I think it's Anderson Silva. I don't know. It's got him and another uh, another person from Brazil in there. They they speak up a lot when the when the people from Brazil compete, you know, in their in their obstacle course. I won't even go into how I've been making them. For I'm sorry, I'm sniffing a lot. It's just late, um, and I don't get flu shots. But um, it's 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 really I won't go into how I'm doing it for my kid. Like I've been making these things where he like goes um, over the table, under the table, on benches, kicks cups over, throws a ball, slides down stuff. It's awesome. But yeah, they have. Each country has its own. Like South Korea's got their two people, and USA's got their two. But one of them is Terry Crews, and the other is just some hot blonde who I don't know. Um, I think they just said like get a hot blonde. I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure she's got a lot of great thoughts, but she doesn't need them for this show. So let's just go hot blonde. I'm not going to go look. Terry Crews can probably write a great American novel. It doesn't matter. He doesn't need to for the show. Neither does she. So. Uh, Every time I backpedal and try to explain why I'm not like a misogynist, it just comes out me defining why I am. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't hate anybody. I, I try not to have mean thoughts. I just say shit that sometimes sounds that way. Um, I swear to God, believe me, believe me, nobody's less misogynistic than me. A lot of people are saying I'm the most unmisogynistic person ever. Uh, so each, <laughs> that's why it takes me an hour to talk about three things by myself. Jesus Christ. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Each team has their own nationality. And what's funny about it is they're all so, um, they jump in that like stereotype for their country. Like no joke. I mean, I'm just going to sound worse, but like when the dudes from South Korea, like fall off the, you know, um, the circus rings and into the blood of the beast, which is red colored water. It's amazing. When they fall into that, like the commentators from South Korea are like, Oh, like they make these crazy faces. And I expect like anime tears to fly 
out of their mouth. And please don't take that in the wrong way. What I'm just saying is they're so like bombastic, like they're so uh, over the top. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, it's not like a it's bad or good. It's funny because they're so dramatic. Uh, you know, and like the like the people from like the Latin countries, like when their people do well, they're they're like dancing and stuff. It's just great. I, I like it because it's uh, and you know when the guys from America do well, it's just a big muscle dude Terry Crews going USA. You so it's like yeah, it's our stereotypes, but uh, like not in a bad way. I think it's great. I mean, just go whole hog, go for it. It's fine as long as you're not being a jerk about it. Like have fun with it, right? But it's a great show. I love it. I swear to God, I talk crap about CrossFit. I don't plan on doing CrossFit just because, like, I don't, I don't, I just don't want to. I just don't want to work out that much. I just don't want to. There's just too much going on. I don't like the names that they call their workouts. I don't like how you're supposed to be like, oh, 400 reps. Listen, you can't do 400 real good reps of anything. I know people are going to disagree and go, no, I do it and I love it. Fine. That's good for you. All I'm saying is I've done it with people and those ain't pull ups. You're going, yeah, yeah, we're going to do. We're going to do four sets of 20 pull-ups. No, no, you ain't. You're going to swing your hips and you're going to throw your head up and stuff. And then that's exercise and it counts and it's hard, but it's not what I know as a pull-up. Anyways, tirade. Watch Beastmaster. It's awesome. The reason I said something about CrossFit is because watching this show made me go, all right, I might do CrossFit. My wife even said it too. She's like, I talk crap about CrossFit too, but I would do it. She's like, you know, and I said, well, if I could be on, she wants to do it just to, to be fit or skinny. But I go, listen, skinny-er, I love you, baby. Look, the point is I would do CrossFit if it meant it would get me into the belly of the beast and I could climb up the mag wall and I could swing on those circles hanging in the air. I would do any kind of workout. I would do Zumba every day if it meant get me in the shape to do that show. So I want to do Beastmaster. I'm not going to, but it's awesome. HBO Leftovers is coming up pretty soon. Loved season one. Didn't really like season two. I watched it, but I kept waiting for it to make sense. Didn't really make sense. I don't like how people are going into the dead and coming back. Just not into it. If you haven't watched it yet, that won't blow anything because you won't know what's going on anyway. Oh, gosh. I got a few more things written down. But, look, that's enough. That's an hour and one minute. And, honestly, God, um, that's a long time for someone to talk. I understand. But I, I... I don't know why I constantly, uh, Dave will probably be like, dude, you've apologized 87 times in, in, in one podcast. But, uh, when, when I speak off the cuff, um, sometimes I do say stuff and like similar to the ride home from Dave's, I go, man, maybe you shouldn't have brought up, maybe you shouldn't have made fun of the South Korean commentators. But, uh, all I can say is that, uh, stuff makes me laugh. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Hopefully I didn't offend too many of you and understand that when you do a free flow, uh, uh, stream of consciousness, one man podcast. I literally had nothing written down. You know what I mean? I didn't have anything planned. I just, I have stuff that I want to say and I don't like going a week without saying it. Um, cause there's nothing more important than me telling you a story about me and my brothers at a log, uh, on a beach 12 years ago. <laughs> but, but the point is this, uh, hopefully I didn't offend too many of you. And, uh, thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, let me know your feedback and don't worry if this is awful. If it's, if, if Ben is, this, is a spice of life and putting too much of that spice ruins your meal, don't worry. Next meal, there will not be as much of me. There will be a lot more of Dave. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening. And if you're on a treadmill, keep it up. And if you're at work, it'll be over soon. And if you're at home, then you made it. 
you're at home. You can now <laughs> do whatever you want. Anyways, thank you guys for listening, man. I'll see you next week.
tell you what's on my mind. It's butt cold out here, and I'm fresh out of beer.